Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sean Stockman not only has one of the most beautiful voices in the business, he is a huge sports fan, and it's all about Philadelphia. Sean Stockman on This Lady Loves Sports. Let's go! Welcome to This Lady Loves Sports Podcast with Pat Prescott. Sports. She knows it all and is here to talk about it. So get ready to hear sports talk in a way that you've never heard before. It's This Lady Loves Sports Podcast. And here's your host, Pat Prescott. Hey, this is Pat Prescott for This Lady Loves Sports. I do, and I got another sports lover with me right now. He is somebody who I'm sure a lot of you love as well. He is one-third of the stellar group, Boys to Men, the record-breaking, hit-making group. Sean Stockman (laughs) joins us today. How you doing? Hi, Pat. How you doing? It's so good to see you. Good to see you. First of all, how's the family doing? Sharonda and the kids are good? Family are wonderful. Family's wonderful. Everybody's good. School time now, so we got to wake up now like crack of dawn it's ridiculous it's funny you know because parents get excited when it's time for school to start again they're like good we're sending them off but it's so much work required yeah. in the sending them i like and the, the getting summer them there and yeah because the- <laughs> we all sleep till like nine and ten and all that now i gotta wake up at five in the morning <laughs> what can you do yeah. and before we get into sports though i would love you to talk a little bit about a new venture that you guys have your your uh, indoor playground yes. i think that was a cool idea yes um it's my wife's idea um i just funded it <laughs> it's called uh, as usual right it's 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 called scooty goots um it is an indoor playground and our slogan is it's a new way to play um it's in woodland hills at the el camino shopping um plaza and uh right off the uh mulholland um valley circle exit mm-hmm. and uh it's just a really cool 2400 square foot um, indoor playground with a huge apparatus where kids can come and run and jump and play and climb and, and swim safe. through a ball pit and most importantly be safe um we did it indoors obviously one because the heat here sometimes in la is unbearable but kids still want to play and uh two it's it's a crazy world out here you got kids getting snatched up and kidnapped and things of that nature and 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 here in, at Scooty Goots, you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. We have an air-conditioned, <laughs> fully secure facility. Hey, the parents like that, too. And the parents can go. And, and you're, 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 you, as a parent, you can sit at a beautiful desk or, or you know that we have provided where you can get your work done and let your kids run around and, and enjoy themselves. Um, we understand the development um, of children starts with playing. And them being able to imagine and explore and jump and run, just like how we used to do it as children. Mm-hmm. So um, even though the the landscape of how kids play have changed, it still uh, doesn't negate them from being able to do it. So that's why Scooty Goots was created. And I tell you, we need a Scooty Goots the way these kids are stuck to these uh, iPads and phones right. and stuff. It's right. <laughs> that's right. That's come right. Come on up, that's, y'all. Yeah. Come take, on, a, take a deep right. breath and play. Put them down. Put those devices down. Let them run. <laughs> <laughs> Sweat it out. 
Well, I know for you, uh, and let's 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 talk a little sports now. <clears throat> Being from Philadelphia, mm-hmm. I, I don't see how you could grow up in Philadelphia and not be a sports fan. Yeah, no, that's it's kind of like embedded in you. It, it's, it's not allowed. It, it's not allowed. Actually, <laughs> it it isn't allowed. Like it's it's a it's a cardinal rule. <laughs> so tell yeah. us a little bit about how you first fell in love with sports. I would imagine it was when you were much younger. Yeah, it's like when you grow up with brothers and you grow up with other people, other kids, your friends, they play basketball, we play half ball, we play football, we, like all of those things. It's like it becomes just part of your daily routine and, and eventually you start to watch it on television. And um, even though as a kid I was a diehard Eagles fan, I'm not anymore, unfortunately. Go Niners. Um <laughs> Uh, I used to watch them. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I used to watch them, and I used to watch the Pittsburgh Steelers a lot, and and see you know the the Jack Hams and the Jack Lamberts and and the Lynn Swans and the, the Starworth and yeah, all those mm-hmm. guys that that I looked up to and just the amazing things that they did, um, and just trying to emulate it on the concrete streets in, in Philadelphia. You know what I'm saying? So it started early. And even now, like my wife and I are excited because she's a huge sports fan too, which is one of the reasons why I love her. And um, <laughs> Listen, we, you need, if you're a sports fan, you need to have a sports fan with you. That yeah. Helps. Oh yeah, for sure. That helps a lot. For sure. It helps a hell of a lot. So mm-hmm. it, we sit on Sundays, you know, we, we make our food, we sit by the television and we just channel surf which game is on and you know now this is a great time because football season and basketball season is about to start so you know, <laughs> yeah this, we're about to we're about to reach that sacred time of the year when all four sports are working at once Hockey, at once that's baseball, right that's right basketball oh it's on and, and popping and football and it's, it's right on now the, you know the kind of the dog days and they're starting to fill that in with a lot of stuff too but i love tennis yeah and uh, i've been watching a, a little bit of ice cubes uh league you know i haven't checked which it is yet. really kind of entertaining I haven't had time to it's really check it, but I, I heard about, a lot about it, and I, and I heard it. Yeah, like that's that's like pickup ball. You know what I mean? Like you know, just it's just televised now, and, and that was ingenious, a <laughs> cube to, to actually put that together. I think it's real cool. It really, really was. Mm-hmm. Now I, I want you to talk a little bit about um, growing up an Eagles fan and then turning into a Niners fan because I, that always kind of fascinates me. You know, I yeah, I lived in New York most of my adult life and. Uh, die-hard Knicks fan, even though we haven't had anything to cheer for since Patrick Ewing. Yeah, right. Back right, in the right, '90s, you right, know, right, it's, right. it's been a frustrating ride. And then to move out here in time for the the Shaq and and Kobe mm-hmm, era, mm-hmm. and to see a team that I hated before, right, right. you know, being like j- just winning all the time. It's hard to hate a team keeps winning all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. When 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 you're in Rome, you pretty much do as the Romans do, yeah. so to speak. So it's I've like, kind of yeah, become yeah. A, I've kind of become a Laker fan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with a little uh, diversion towards the Warriors because it's hard to dislike those guys. Yeah, it's, it, it really know? is. Plus, we know Clay Thompson and, and Michael and his family and all of that. Right, you know, so, right, right. So they're right. kind of friends. Because Michael how, used to play for the Lakers, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so now, how did you switch from the Eagles to the Niners and what did people think about that? Well, it's, you know, it's funny because I, I had a couple of um, conversations with some uh, sports guys from Philadelphia on, on air. And they understand, like they know. First off, I'm Philly till I'm I'm gone. Like you know, that's it's in my blood. Like I'm I'm Phillies, Sixers. Shoot, I don't even follow hockey that much, but I'm even a Flyers fan. You know what I'm saying? Like so, <laughs> I'm Philly all day. It's just that when I was growing up, to see the constant disappointment 
of not necessarily just the team itself or but the organization the 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 decisions that they made the trades that they 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 made and things of that nature it was hey, almost like is, you sound like you're telling my life story with the Knicks right yeah there. yeah it it was kind of like you 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 felt like there was some level of of understanding that you didn't have and and the thing the straw that broke the camel's back for me is when they tr- traded uh uh Reggie White mhm and it was I understand Buddy Ryan was there and there was a lot of egos and a lot of crazy stuff going on that I probably don't even know about during that time. Um, but to trade one of arguably one of the the greatest defenses in the history of the NFL and to disband them was like, OK, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. You, I, and, and again, I don't know. I, I'm not in the offices. I'm not a GM. I don't. I don't know the the inner workings or or how the, those gears actually turn, like in in those offices. But to me, as a fan, it felt dumb to me, and I was like, you know, I can't do it. Not to mention, well, and, and now to uh, uh, segue into why I'm a, a Niners fan. Um, we've been good friends with the DeBartolo family. For over 20 years. And Nathan, who is a huge Niners fan, um, somehow befriended them. And during the years, we would do events for the Niners, whether it was halftime or whether it's the national anthem or whatever the case is. And we just fell in love with the family. Mr. Mr. Eddie and, and Nikki and Lisa and, and all of the family that was there um, just treated us just so sweet and we're friends now to this day and i think the biggest thing that that kind of converted me you know you can call me superficial if you want but i i set it up this way just to let everybody know it was deeper than this but we were in colorado <laughs> springs when the guys uh won their fifth super bowl and we're taking pictures with mr d and nate kind of makes a joke and said man it sure would be great if we can get one of those super bowl rings ha 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 right Laughed it off. Two months later, they said we were in Dallas. Are you serious? And it's funny because Emmett Smith was there, right? He came to see our show. And our manager comes in. We were four at the time. And and he came in with four boxes. And we have, I still have my Super Bowl ring from their fifth championship. (laughs) And even Emmett Smith was like, man, I'd be their fan too. (laughs) There's nothing superficial about that at all. You know what I thought you were going to say though? What? They got the best colors, man. They got they, the uniforms are awesome. <laughs> no, it, it's it's so much deeper. It's 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 yeah. It's it's a it's it's deeper than it's, that. It's deeper yeah. than than you know just liking their helmets. It's like it, it, we become integrated with the organization and with the family. And even when talking to um, Steve Young and 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 Jerry Rice, they just they would just be peppered, you know. And in, in the yeah, stand, they had in some the good guys come through. Good that team. guys, some really good, good guys, guys come but, through. But that most team. but most importantly, Mr. DeBartolo is one of the sweetest men you'll ever meet. One of the kindest men you'll ever meet. And you you can ask that about him through the whole organization. They'll all say the same thing. Dwight Clark, God rest his soul. Like just being able to talk to these guys and they talk to you back and it's not like a an ego thing or anything. It's just the energy that I just fell in love with. So go Niners. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about the whole <laughs> Colin Kaepernick debacle? Um... It, it, I, I, I got to be careful because I, I've, I've been verbal about that. And um, all I'll say is, is, is that he has my support. 
And I understand exactly what this whole thing is about. And, and whether or not someone wants to acknowledge it or not doesn't make it uh, any less viable, his cause. And um, let's put it this way. We, we all know why he's not he doesn't have a job. We know why. It certainly right? let's, isn't. Let's, it let's, cer- certainly has nothing to do with his, no, his skill. No, and his it, ability. It, absolutely not. Like there are there are what thirty two teams in the NFL, and about half of them need a good quarterback. Exactly. So, and the people who they have, so, you so know, let's, who they're let's, touting, or let's keep it one hundred, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. And let's, I, let's, I, let's, <laughs> let's 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 you know what I'm saying. Let's let's keep it really really real because we live in a world of social media and uh, you know butt shots and. You know, and, yes. and everything synthetic or lots fake, lots of nonsense, or, and lots of uh, yeah, and, and just stuff that just isn't what it seems. And we tend to get, uh, you know, flooded with that stuff. Let's not lose focus on why this man does not have an occupation. And right I, you know, I think that this is the thing that frustrates me about this the most is that the point is being totally missed by Co- people who I think completely. would like to miss the point completely and want to just, you know, set up a different agenda. Completely. Completely different completely. from what this is about. He's explained it a million times. But do people. you think that maybe there's a different way we should approach this? I mean, because I, I heard Stephen A. Smith talking about this the other day that, you know, maybe the, the time of the anthem protest has passed and it's time to look at another way to attack this where we can actually get something done. Um, hmm. And I think that's something to think about. You know, I mean, uh, I've heard a couple of players talk about um, uh, negotiating with their teams to to actually give money to families of people who have uh, been, had had uh, people in their family murdered. Uh, with- I mean, all of that is great, but the truth is, is that nothing's going to change unless the powers that be acknowledge the fact that things need to change. Exactly. So. You can do all of that stuff, and that stuff is great. And the, even the reason why Kaepernick did that on such a huge stage was the same reason why we marched back in the 60s. Exactly, to bring it, attention to, to the To bring cause. attention to the cause, to, to let people know that this is a very serious problem. Um, there are, and it's a, shocking to me that in an age where everything is on video and we could actually see these things, that so little has been done. It, it's just the world is, is so dissident. And we refuse to. There's a scripture in the Bible that you know it says describes people sometimes as loving to hear soft words. We don't like uh, to face ourselves in the mirror. We don't want the bad news. We don't. No one likes to look at ugly things in the mirror when it comes to them. And the truth is, is that these United States, this country, has shed a lot of innocent blood uh, for causes that are ridiculous, for causes that have to do with skin color. And it's never been addressed. It's only been swept under the rug. So what do you think is going to happen? The dust is not going to settle yet until these things are actually acknowledged and dealt with. And it takes two. It can't just take Colin. Exactly. It, ha- it has to take the people that whose attention he's trying to get to acknowledge it. And as soon as they acknowledge it, that's when the change happens. Well, as soon as we figure out how to make that happen, that needs to happen immediately. Immediately. But it, it, it has to. It takes two. 
This is a relationship. I look at race relations like a relationship between a man and a woman. If somebody did something wrong in a relationship, that person then has to not only acknowledge that they did the wrong, apologize, and then do the necessary actions to show their sincerity. None of that has happened yet. And we'd love to believe that it will. Well, well, we're going to keep we shall fighting see. and Colin's going to keep kneeling and, and other players will, will keep doing what they have to do until the voices are heard because it's important and it has to be done. It is important. It is, it is very, very important. Uh, looking at uh, what's happening here in Los Angeles, boy, some exciting times going on around here. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Todd Gurley. I had his uh I had him on my fantasy league last year. <laughs> and he's the one reason why I won. <laughs> so shout out to you, Mr. Gurley. He's not a girly man. <laughs> yeah, hell no. Like, yo, he smashed last season. Yo, I, he really man, did. I, I I had quarterback points on my fantasy league thanks to him. And and yeah, the Rams look great. The Lakers Man, what can you say? Yeah, LA is popping. Happy days are here. Yeah, again. LA is popping. It's, it's, it's a lot of interesting uh, developments I'm going on. It. Let's and let's talk a little bit about LeBron James, and I'm talking about LeBron James, the man, mm-hmm. because this is a man. I've always said that if you don't like LeBron James, it's probably because he's not on your team. Yeah, that's all. I can't that's think of any yeah, other yeah. reason for why you would not. Someone right. who is just such a great example of a human being. I mm-hmm. mean, aside from uh, th- he's a flat out stud yeah. in his sport. But yeah. I mean, just as a man, I have so much respect for this guy. Great, greatest player in Do the NBA right now. I don't know him personally. I have met him a few times and we've done, again, some events. And you know how the industry is. You, mm-hmm. can't, you run into people. Um, but from a distance, I've I've watched him mind you there's some some decisions that he's made in the past that i personally didn't understand at first until much later and like like him going to miami at first like and and not necessarily him going to miami but how he did it like i remember being in the studio and watching that whole i think i think the decision was a bad decision yeah yeah well you (laughs) know you know it was a bad decision on paper but the truth is is that he did get them two championships and it actually, because I thinking about it now, and looking at the whole chain of events, it almost feels. And this is just my projection. I, I don't know, but it could have been a thing where he he did that to force the owner of what's the gentleman's name, Cleveland owner. I forget his name, but uh, Dan um, um, Gilbert. Dan Gilbert. Yeah. Um, he forced his hand to say, "Yo, get me a team where I can get a championship to Cleveland." Because at that moment, and then at that time when he went to Miami, Cleveland wasn't winning no championship. Exactly. Even and, though and he was showing up in the postseason every year because he, he would drag that team on his back. There's no iron team. Mm-hmm. So the point is that he had, to, he had to do what he needed to do to not only uh, uh, solidify his legacy, but to potentially force the hand of Mr. Gilbert to do the right thing by him. Well, because I, it's yeah. a, it's, it, people don't understand, like, these organizations make a lot of money and I'm sure Mr. Gilbert would was totally fine with his bottom line with the team that he had because it's about money. Yeah, we ain't win a championship, but, but boy, we making some money. We making merch and, Look, and, and concession and a whole ticket. Right. <laughs> can't get a ticket <laughs> and, and he thing. knew that. So he left knowing his power and knowing his his negotiation power and went to Miami 
did a super team with Bosch and Wade, won a couple of championships, went back home, went back home, gave them the grail. I really love that. Yeah, gave them the grail. <laughs> and now he's at a point now where he's trying to solidify another facet in his life. And a lot of times we don't understand a man's movements because we, we, we get emotionally involved as sports fans. That when certain people make certain moves, like you get disappointed and you get mad and you get pissed off at the player and things of that nature. And I think it's deeper than him just going to the Lakers because it's it's a legendary team. Like it's everything. Like it, he's he's thinking everything. of his family. He's he thinking of, of all of those things. It's he's thinking all about of that. and guess what? He's thinking of his production companies. Every every and other day you hear about him saying he's doing. Yeah, oh like he's goodness. he's he's understood that it's deeper than basketball. And these are the movements that he's making. We look at him as a basketball player, but and and I'll even go as far as this. I think that that Lauren Ingram lady, yeah, Lauren Fox, Ingram, yeah, yeah, that the the shut up and dribble mm-hmm. statement kind of made him even more fueled to say, you know what, I'm gonna make these movements because we're all more than just basketball players and singers and, and entertainers and radio personalities and things of that nature. We're human beings. And, and when you connect with that side of yourself that you were able to connect with because of what you do, you go with what your spirit tells you to do. And we're more than that. We have a, a moral responsibility as people of status to be more, to do things that whether in private or open, you know, to 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 provide for other people that may not have what we have. We have a voice. We have a microphone. We have a, a, a hardwood mm-hmm. floor that people watch us every day. So we should not take that for granted and use it to make provisions and, and, and inspire other people to, to do things behind us. And, and, you know, that is a personal choice, uh, whether people want to do it that way or not. But I just like the way the man handles himself. The thing I didn't like about the decision was the TV show. Yeah, we, no, no. I thought it was I thought it was a <laughs> that, waste of time. Now, was, I, I, was... I would even tell LeBron that. I was like, dude, and, and I think he knows that. Of course I, I think he, he knows, knows that. that now. But I do love that they, ro- they raised all that money for the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. They did that through right. a part of it. So the altruistic thing, I think, is always in his mind. Right. But um, he did what he had to do, and then he kept his word. He came back. He came back. Kept his word. And gave I mean, him and the, it was and not gave easy. him the ring. And it was not easy for and him to give them that ring. ring. He got him the ring. And got him in the finals. And got him in the finals Th- after, after coming too. back from three, what was it, three zip? Thank you. No, nah, listen, LeBron <laughs> ain't got, listen, LeBron, if you're listening, <laughs> you ain't got to prove nothing to nobody. Not You've a done thing. done it. You did that, bro. Not a thing. And especially with the school that you did, you, you, you opened up, at, you're doing things you're doing it. You're doing it right, my dude. You know right, what it is, dude. Sean, too? We've watched him grow up. And, you know, this yeah. guy um, didn't have his father around right. in his life. Mm-hmm. He was a kid when he got drafted into the NBA. And this, for once, somebody lives up to the hype. Yeah. I mean, because the hype was so strong on this dude. Right. You know, the whole King James yeah, thing. Yeah, Remember yeah, yeah. the church? Absolutely. And all that stuff absolutely. And absolutely. All of that. But he has lived up to every last bit of it. And I just feel like we are so fortunate yeah. to have him right here where we can watch him play and if he balls out like he did last year oh he's going to it's just ridiculous he's going to that's that's what he does i mean he's 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 still in his prime and you know he's he's going to be lebron james no matter where he goes but now he's and 
I, I guess he's also looking at this, the fact that he is the greatest player in the NBA right now, and he wants to be on the big stage. Yeah, nothing bigger than L.A. Nothing bigger than L.A. And here he is for us to be able to watch yeah. all the time. It's it's uh, it's L.A. right now is popping. Like as far as sports is like it's pop. The, the the Dodgers is in. Uh, oh, the, the Dodgers. Yeah, the yeah, Dodgers doing their thing. Like you know what I'm saying. So it's like, you know, I, I mean, I'm a Phillies fan, but I do go to Dodgers games and support. Yeah, and, I, I'm um, a Yankee fan. Yeah, but you yeah. know, I, I do. I love the Dodgers. Yeah, and the Phillies are tied at second place right now too. So I, I ain't mad at that. But yeah, you know, so so it, it's it's but in L. A. It's it's a it's it's a it's a nice energy as far as sports sports fans should be very excited. Yes. Very excited. Actually, sports fans should be excited wherever they are. I mean, because you think about it, if you look at the NBA, there are a lot of great teams out there. Yeah, and they got the. I mean, you look at your Philly team. Yeah, it, you know what though? It, it's still a little lopsided though, because a lot, a lot of the the West is still stronger than the East, and and. Um, it is, but we, I think we can really see some interesting movement. Yeah, and this is what I kind of like free agency for that reason. That you know, it does make it a little more interesting. It makes it more interesting. You don't get to have your people in there, your people forever, right? You know, but you get to collect a whole lot of jerseys from yeah, a lot of different. That's teams. true. <laughs> that's true. And you know what, owners, <laughs> you know, the it, NBA likes that. Yeah, and and as daunting <laughs> as it is, like it frees you know money, frees cap money up. So yeah. you're able to kind of That's acquire right. certain people. You 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 name the right price, and you might be able to get yourself a you know a, a quality player. But yeah, Philly looks good. Yeah, it keeps you know, it, shout out to and Simmons and Embiid and all those guys that that I think we have the opportunity to run the East. Mm-hmm. Um, Boston's going to be a problem. Yep. But, but it's gonna be fun to watch. It's gonna be f- great to watch. It it's is gonna, gonna be, good. be it, fun it, it, to watch. It kind of brings back those days of old when I was a kid and I used to watch that whole Boston Philadelphia, you know, uh, rivalry, which hasn't really dissipated. But teams, our teams, took different directions, and now both teams are back on their A game. And um, it, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I, I, I like, I like Boston. I, I I will admit to that. I like Boston. I hey, like two, it, and it's th- those are two young teams that are going to be so much fun to watch. A lot up. of potential, a lot of strength, a great coaching, um, and a legacy behind them. So, and and Philadelphia, we the same way. We got a lot of pride. We got some great great players. Um, great coaching. Um, we learned a lot from the last playoffs. I think there was a lot of inexperience. Um. That was that was shown not just from the player side but from the coaching side, and uh, but it's it's going to be interesting. I, those those teams are going to be the teams to beat in on the East Coast, I Philly agree. and Boston. I agree. One last thing I want to ask you about, and that is uh, this past year at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Tell me how you felt as a former Eagles fan. All right, let me get let me let me explain. Team let me, let me break it down. Though. I was, we were in Australia when uh when, when and we were watching the Super Bowl. Now, mind you, I may not be an Eagles fan, but I am from Philly, and I do understand what being in the Super Bowl means for my city. So when I saw that, when I saw, first off, and I'm sure a lot of Eagles fans can attest to this, I've never seen in all of my years of living um, a Philadelphia Eagles team like that, like ever. Like I've never seen the humility i've never seen the the camaraderie the camaraderie tight the friendship the the belief in god in all of them um the coaching the quarterbacks 
they were willing to do whatever it took for the team. How about it, a backup quarterback? A backup quarterback. And, and everybody, it was so funny because in the beginning of the season, everybody was like, oh, the Eagles are probably, you know, they'll, they'll make, they may do 500, right? And then we passed that. And it was like, oh, okay, well, you know, they may, they still, you know, will probably uh, get shut out in the first round of playoffs. And then when Carson went down, they wanted to say. Oh, then it was like, was oh, like, yeah, their season's over. It's over. <laughs> and then we got to the playoffs. It was like, oh, well, you know, they won't make it to the first round. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, New England's going to kill them. And, like, the whole season, the whole season. Now, mind you, I'm not a Phillies fan, but I listen. And, you know, or Eagles fan, rather. But I listen. And, I, and the, the, the story is just amazing. Because they basically battled from game one. Everybody was doubting them. Oh, yeah, they look good, but they'll probably, you know, they'll they'll level off at game four and, you know, they'll start doing Eagles things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's why I was so happy for them because the team deserved it. They were a good bunch of guys. There are a good bunch of guys that fought every single game. No game was given to them at all. They were Even when they were in like, first place. Like, yeah, yeah. It, was, easy, it was easy to like and respect that. Yes, team. exactly. And and. I was screaming my head off in Australia because I was so happy. And I and I knew because I'm from the city how they were going to turn up in that town. Like, I knew it was going to be crazy. I was like, man, I wish I was in Philadelphia right now. I tell I, you, it was, <laughs> it was one of the most entertaining parade uh, um, oh, yeah. things I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. That was so... You know, it, it was, it was, it's, it's all these years <laughs> of frustration and disappointment and and anger and all this other stuff all of this just released on that night i mean cops was letting people topple cars because <laughs> cops did you know they, they got it they understood it's like, all right all right, all right. Not, just don't just don't kill nobody and you stray you can topple over that, the that Honda. The insurance companies will be very busy yeah, tomorrow it'll be fine it'll be fine yeah climb the pole dude just be careful you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like it, it was, we get it. it. it we get it. You know, and, and it was such a great energy. And and I was happy for the town. I was happy for Philadelphia because it's been a long time coming. And now Philadelphia can say that we are the world champions. Yeah, you kind of had to be. You know, I, I'm a Giants fan, so yeah. you know, for me to be happy for the Eagles was not that easy. But everybody was happy for. <laughs> if, if you're a football you fan, you, you were happy for the Eagles. I like a good game. I like a good competition, and may the best man win. Yeah. And or they, woman. And, and I, I say they punched New England in the mouth. <laughs> they did, which everybody enjoyed <laughs> tremendously. Well, I'll tell you, Sean, I'll have to have you come back and uh, hang out with me again. Oh, before you leave, though, I would love for you to talk about, I know you're doing some solo stuff now, aside yeah. from your work with Boys to Men. Yeah, I'm doing some... And uh, he is not leaving Boys to Men, y'all, so no, don't, that, yeah, don't let's, put that in your head. Yeah, please let's make that These clear. These guys are brothers, for yeah, real. for life. <laughs> and, um, you know, that's my group. Like, I can't leave without what what's mine. But by um, the same token, your brothers have no problem with you doing your own thing. No, not at all. You know, they support me and and they support what I'm doing. And I have a solo uh, single that's out right now um, called Feeling a Little Something. I have an album that's coming out. um, They say in October, but I doubt if that's ever. I I think it's going to go later. Um, But um, it's doing really well so far. It's in the top 20 urban AC. Um, So it's like I think it's this third week. So it's it's been doing great. I'm excited, and I thank everybody who supported it. And um, you know, I'm I, this is just me kind of having fun with life, just kind of yeah. doing things and and on my own terms, and and uh, make you know, kind of kind of brushing off a new path. 
yeah. for myself as, like as, a, as a human. <laughs> I like it. We will be watching and paying close attention to. Yes, ma'am. And you can follow Sean Stockman on social media. Yeah, Sean Stockman Official. Um, that's my Instagram page. You can follow me on that. All right. Listen, man, thank you so much for, for talking with me today. And thank you. Hope you'll come back sometime very, very soon. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. This lady loves sports, and so does that guy over there. That's right. <laughs> Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.